we're off, man. Love it. Uh, it is a terrific, terrific Tuesday. Tuesday. A terrific Tuesday. I, uh, for those of you who wonder what goes on before we actually do the show, it's total like just shoot the shit kind of stuff. Well, you're, we're all waking up. We've yeah, all just so looked at things. This is our first interaction of the day for most of us. And I'm so sure you've, you know, making sharing stuff that he's read or good stuff on Twitter. Who, who he's really just a content animal. Um, share the story you were just telling us. No, so uh, most of you guys know we wear the Whoops, and Whoop does a really good job of content creation and getting podcasts, articles with athletes, amateurs, and then people like me who are just doing extraordinary things. And the article this morning was about a guy who ran an ultra marathon in the Sahara Desert. And it's 144 miles over a week span with 50 mile an hour sandstorms and three people have died. And he did it and normally runs all these mar- – it's just insane. So what's possible? I, I think, you know, it makes getting out of bed in the morning a little easier when you see other I people think, doing stuff like I think, that. I think the bar is set – extremely high well like not only was like the first paragraph about him running these sandstorm races but then the next paragraph was that he set the record for running 48 marathons in 30 days so i was just good for you man i you know i had i had to run an errand yesterday (laughs) it was three and a half miles and i drove and i was pissed off and i loved it so like it's very david goggins-esque for me like i love david goggins he's very mentally strong and teaches you all those good things but there's one our interview that he does where he's like, I broke my legs. My legs were broken and I, I ran. And I'm like, he's like, I found tape in the back and I taped them and put them together. And I'm like, all right, man. And I'm, I'm just like, trying, going, good just for trying you. to make, I'm just trying to make a sale here, you know? <laughs> so we got lots of content today. We've told everybody this week, we're going to focus on life. So we'll continue with a few more of the takeaways from the game of life. Then we have unbelievable motivational music. And then we get into 18 things that a father should teach a son. So speaking of that, can I get a baby update? Yeah, sure. So young Jules, (laughs) I didn't see that one. So uh, Mark texted me at 4 o'clock. Obviously, I was up. And he said, Jules has joined the 4 a.m. club. Look at those eyes. Look at how intent he is. Um, there's just so much proud. He's like, proud. why are you taking a picture of me at 4 o'clock in the morning? It's great, man. It's just, we are so blessed, so happy. <laughs> Lots of really good joy hanging around us. A couple of big days, things happening in the headlines. Um, it is National Licorice Day. A shout out to my favorite entrepreneur, Warren Struhl, who uh, is the founder of licorice.com. He and I spoke about a week and a half ago, um, and he sent me a gift package. I got to tell you, man, I love licorice. I had brown. I had black. I've had from all over the, so, the world. I thought I hated licorice. I thought that was something that I did not like until we got this goodie basket filled with all these different flavors, shapes, sizes, textures. Um, and sure enough, I ate two of the baskets by myself. So it's, it is. I, I will small. say though, black licorice is the worst thing. Yeah, but I don't know how anybody eats. I don't know how anybody eats it. Here's the thing: <laughs> you you do not know this, but licorice root is actually really good to soothe the stomach. It's actually how, how, did, how did you know I did not know that? 
I know that you did not know that. Because you were talking <laughs> it wasn't about. a lesson you taught me. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're not feeling well, <laughs> licorice works. Um, it is also national. So big shout out to Warren. Go to that website, licorice.com. Buy yourself some licorice. By the way, one of the greatest gifts. We gave it out yeah. um, over the holidays, and it was just fantastic. Shout out to my girl, Kim Swears is back in the house. Thank you, uh, boss who has taken care of us recently to put us on the water. Thank you. She's been busy, so it's good to see her here. Uh, Shay, show me the gift that she bought for us, man. Bang. She, uh, she is sending this out to, to her peeps. Um, no better way to, to frame up the day. It is also National Grilled Cheese Day. So in this world of, you know, what do I say to people? What's going on? You want to reach reach out to somebody today, just ask them, what's your favorite way, favorite way to eat grilled cheese? Jake, do you know anybody that doesn't like grilled cheese? Uh, people who are lactose intolerant? Um, but they can <laughs> suck the cheese, you know, right? You ask for a question, you get an answer. Uh, okay. But no, I think grilled cheese is one of the best meals. and probably have to do it with some tomato soup. I, so I love that is my favorite right. combo. So um, I think, you know, one of the times that we did it with Mark, um, we, you know, we talked about, do you cut off the edges? Do you cut it in half? Do you it cut was, it? I think that was the PB&J. We've done sandwiches, it's hot dog. Like there's, is, it, uh, is it taboo to have ketchup with grilled cheese? Oh, oh, no. Dude, that's, that's weird. Taboo. It's just weird. That is, yeah. That's <laughs> not weird. So, so we have... All of this great stuff going on. You got Licorice Day. You got Grilled Cheese Day. And then the news of the day, and I don't know why I would be surprised by this. Britney Spears is pregnant. 40 years old, and she announces she's pregnant. What? The, uh, hey, tell the me what, what's going on out there. The, the chain's got on leash, so I guess, you know. What the hell's going on out here? Okay, anything goes... Let's wake up. Let's talk about life. Let's listen to a great song about life. And let's hear what fathers should be telling their sons. Okay, D. Robinson. What? Grape jelly? For where? What? <laughs> I, just... I, I, I don't even know. I put grape jelly on like bacon, egg, and cheeses, but I don't know. That's on a grilled cheese jelly. I, was, was did Christian say disappointing to Shay? Because it is disappointing. With the ketchup comments? It's very, it's very disappointing. I expected way better from him. I expected <laughs> way better my, myself. Well, I do. I. You know, I'm I'm unique. I do some I do some weird stuff like like sometimes hot sauce on mac and cheese. Like there's there's some weird hot shit that I do. Hot sauce on mac and cheese. It's very school lunch vibes. Well, I I put hot sauce on everything. So you well, know, I turned right. I turned Howie Cron to putting uh, hot sauce on the Caesar salad. Changed the right. Changed right. <laughs> you put me on that. I'll give you that one. 
Right. So, yeah, so, all so, these... so Jeanette, Jeanette, I'm mustard all day. Jake, Jake would probably do ketchup, I, but I'm mustard. I do ketchup on my hot dog. Sorry, <laughs> I know. But I, we are the where this conversation has gone in the comments. So the best way, the best way to cook is to use mayo instead of butter. Really? I've, never. I, it, it would never I don't, me. I don't know just what's happening in the comments. But you know what? This proves a point that the reason why we're here, um, Kristen is right, jalapenos on popcorn, unreal. R- what is awesome. happening? What is awesome. happening? Jalapeno salt, fantastic. But here's my point. The reason why you build community is you can ask these questions, you can talk. So if you want to bring someone in, these are qualifying questions that really break down the bonds. Anybody, you're sitting next to somebody somewhere and you say, hey, it's National Grilled Cheese do you like grilled cheese? How do you like it? What kind of cheese do you use? Do you put well, ketchup if you, on it? If you, if you ask somebody, do you like grilled cheese? And they look at you like you have seven heads and don't answer, you're never going to be friends with that person. So I think it's... Yeah, I mean, I love this. Jessica Kenny from DDL comes in and says, her grandmother taught that mayo is the best. Now, I love mayo. Helen won't even go near it. She is completely anti-mayo, which is fine. It's very much like licorice. People either love licorice or hate licorice. It's very, right. you don't see people go. And there is that fine line where there's too much mayo. It's absolutely disgusting at the same time. So there is. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, Jeanette just went off the rails. All right. I don't know what game of life you guys are playing, but I want no part of it. The decisions you guys are making. This is either pre-smoking a tube or post-smoking you know, mayo with chocolate instant cake makes is like, what? Are we on survival island or something? Right. Well, just like in the game of life, and I'll try to bring it back to the content Thanks. a little bit, we all have uh, decisions to make and can do things differently. So here's um, let's get back to the game of life. There were 18 takeaways from playing the game of life. One of them, which I think is really important, is helps establish a basic understanding of financial concepts. Now, no offense, dude, but I've had some conversations with your friends who are, well, there are certain parts of the financial world well, they're completely oblivious to. Well, we'll go back to Lori and Jay and how wonderful you know they are to at least establishing a baseline for children on what it's like to pay bills, to pay taxes, to do all the things and have financial literacy. But I believe our governor just passed the class or passed the, a law that it's mandatory for high school to have financial literacy classes now, which why it took us till 2022 to do that. I'm not really sure. But what's um, the point of school in general if you're not preparing people to understand the basics? Well, I think there's such this focus on what you're supposed to do. What do you want to do in high school instead of just, hey, here are a bunch of life, life skills you can apply to any industry or job. And they don't do a very good job of that. And now it's mandated. Lori, away, doing work, talking, you know, making things happen. Great, great stuff. Listen, we can't get off this food conversation. Don, I'm going to ask you to leave. Miracle Whip is not mayonnaise. Out. I can't, I can't believe it's not butter. I, you know, I can. You know, one of those things. Scott Oglesby, we'll see you today. We get deep into LinkedIn with the, uh, with the Sistel folks. So anyway, so that's one of those things. Getting a basic understanding of financial concepts. Games do that. Monopoly did a good job of understanding real estate and what to spend your money on and what not to spend your money well, on. I, th- I, th- 
and I say that there's no like resources for my generation when it comes to that, or really any of our generations, I guess. But I grew up in the it, with YouTube, so I'd be lying to myself. If I said I didn't have every resource available to me. If you have any question about anything happening in the world, you could type it in on Google, and Correct. there's somebody giving an in-depth, you know, description, lesson, education on it. So. Is there any one of the rest of the, the 18 that rings your bell? If not, I can't wait to get to motivational music. One of my favorites. Uh, so I don't know. I really got a kick out of the teaches kids about the rewards of success. Nice. Like we talk about celebrating the wins and I think it's important for people to want to be successful and to know if you make the right decisions and if you do the right things, good outcomes come and good outcomes lead to a happy life with people you love and stuff like that. That's pretty amazing there, son. I just, I just pulled that. I hadn't really well, planned for that one. Very so. impressed, man. Alive and alert and kind of jamming on it. Uh, Jeanette is on fire this morning. She's already jumping the gun on the next segment. Let's do the bridge to that segment with the best song ever. That's life. We need, we need Patrick to help us sing it. Yes, sir. Did you hear about it? That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune. When I'm back on top, on top in June, I said that's life. Funny as it may seem Some people get their kicks Stepping on dreams But I don't let it Let it get me down Cause this old world It keeps going around I've been a puppet A pauper A pirate A poet a pawn and a king I've been up and down And over and out And I know one thing Each time I find myself Flat on my face I pick myself up And get back in the race That's life Woo! Uh, one of the big regrets is I was never able to see him or hear him live and in person. I just think that's the personality of the century. Right. So, um, but it leads us to things that a father should say to a son. Um, there's 18 of them. Uh, there's probably a hundred million of them. You know, I have all these different lists and all this different stuff. You want to start out with the first one? Sure. Uh, trust is earned, not given. Um, and it goes on to say, treat everyone with respect, but never let your guard down. Not all people are good. It's um, a really good lesson is that you need to be alert to the fact that there's evil in the world. You know, I mean, there's, you know, I believe in the devil. I, I know that there's an evil force out there. And you got to look out for it. So, yeah, I, I, I see it as keep your circle tight. You know, you can have all the friends in the world, but not everybody has 25 best friends or shouldn't. Not everyone can be the best. Um, so it's for me, it's keep your circle tight and trust the ones that are important. 
So we talked about my grandfather. My grandfather taught me this lesson. He taught me how to shake hands like a man. You know, so I, we were, by the way, this now goes, this was a different era. This now goes for everybody, male or female. Don't shake my hand like a fish, man. That, that is a, a quick sign that you have no confidence, you know? So talk to me about handshaking. Yeah. Firm handshake. Look the guy in the eye. Um, I think it was in my, in my baby handbook. Uh, the Nudelberg baby handbook is how to give a handshake, uh, but showing up the right way. I think it all goes aligned and, you know, making that first impression or that consistent impression is super important. So I, I love the fact that you coupled it with eye contact, you know, eye contact. You talk about number one is trust is earned. The number one way to earn trust is to look people in the eye. If I'm talking to somebody and their eyes are darting all over the place, I know that they're full of shit. They can't look me in the eye. So no matter who you're talking to, no matter what, if they're not making eye contact, it's the first sign that there's an issue. So if you train yourself to lock in on someone's eyes, someone's eyes when you're speaking to them, it nails all three. Keep going. Number four, and I, I this one's an interesting one, how to yeah. throw a punch, how to throw a punch, because I think it could easily go the other way and say how not to throw a punch you know, how alternative ways of dealing with a physical situation. I think we saw obviously with Will Smith, how uh, inappropriate it is to act physically in certain environments and situations. And so I, I, I I'm going to say that it's not, you shouldn't teach your son how to throw a punch unless it's defensive. I like that. Uh, uh, but I, yeah, a change around how to stand up for yourself in the proper manner ah, would be, would be how I'll rephrase it. These lists for me are so old. This is content I've had right. forever that I've used sporadically through my sales career to just have something to talk about with my sales team. Hey, anybody have kids? Yes, sir. So for, for girls or boys, you know, a lot of people put their kids in karate and stuff like that. No karate. Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu <laughs> will eliminate most. Jiu-jitsu and ketchup on grilled cheese. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. So, I love it, man. I love it, Shay. Um, I'm skipping down. Go, Number eight is don't make excuses. Excuses in general are just you reorienting the facts to make yourself comfortable. Most people bullshit themselves better than they can bullshit anybody. I learned early on from my grandfather that shit's not going to fly here. There are no excuses. If you get to the, the goal line and you do not score, it is not a touchdown. The whole premise about you know medals and trophies and all of that stuff doesn't work, man. You know? And it goes with one before, be competitive. If this is a competitive world that we live in, it's okay to be competitive, it's okay to wanna to win. And I know we talked about it yesterday with Kai's with the A's and B's thing, but understanding what it means to win, like understanding and enjoying what the fruits of labors are. I know they just put that in there, fruits of life or whatever. But it's okay to go for the win, and it's okay to be first and strive for that. So, you know, Phil is so awesome. Phil just is still basking in the Kansas win, but he got to share that experience with his son. That only comes from hard work. That that does you know, nobody's saying, hey, by the way, go to all these events and have nice things in your life. Understanding the appreciation for that, you know, there are no excuses in that. Um, one of my favorites Learn the power of silence. Most people think talking is power. When you see a sales guy yapping away, 
he's covering something up. Real power is let the room breathe, let the other person, who talks first is almost like a chess game in and of itself. And learning the power of silence is terrifying. It's just, you know, it's one of the, for me, it was one of the most terrifying things I learned was like, holy cow, you know, I wanted to fill that air and it's not the power, the power is and And I'll take it one step far, further, the power of listening while being silent. It's not just sitting there in silence with nothing. It's allowing the other person to talk, allow the other person to put their ideas out there. You digest it and come back with something meaningful and it really improves the conversation and the relationship as a whole. So all of the clues are taken from listening. When someone's talking, let them talk, let them go. And the one who's talking the most is losing. Because <laughs> so, the other guy's learning the mo- way more. Than right. That. You know, and, and the power to be present, fully present without having to say anything. I went to a meeting last night, a gentleman, um, you know, a, a men's group that, you know, was put together for fellowship. My friend Greg Wallach invited me and I was talking to Helen about it. And I said, there were many opportunities throughout the evening where I had something to say and said, this is not the time to say, this is my time to listen, learn the room, learn who's who, what's what." Because the impression that people would get is this guy is loud and wants to just talk over everybody, you know, which so, you know, you take away and you look at those, you know, scenarios where you can sort of self, give yourself self-awareness, self-feedback really works. Yeah. And just clarity. It goes back to being clear with yourself and your goals and your objectives. So I love this one. It'll be our last one for the day. Love this topic. Make sure to stay tuned for tomorrow because tomorrow we're going back to our favorite Wednesday. What would you rather? That segment. Are, are you going? I think you have to go in the hot seat tomorrow, right? I think you're picking the questions and going to me. Gotcha. Very cool. We'll go back and forth. But I love this one. And it goes back to Frank Sinatra. Value tradition. Innovate, innovate, innovate. Do all the things. It's what we teach in modernizing the sales process. You still have to value the tradition, the respect. When you watch Mad Men, there's still history and, you know, regalness from being in the sales place. You know, own it, you know, relish in it and, you know, value tradition. What a great uh, time of life for us. You know, it's great. The show rolls on. Yeah. The show rolls on. We'll be back here tomorrow, 7.58, same time. Same April duo. Fools, Mark is no longer with the company. Jake is replacing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mark is taking the job that Jake turned down at Alabama. <laughs> right. Um, right. Christie's great. There you go. Manners. Please I, don't don't joke about April Fools anymore. I'm still getting text messages congratulating me. So we're done. <laughs> Unbelievable. Thank you all for joining. We had a big crowd this morning. I love that. Come back for Wisdom Wednesday. We got lots of stuff to talk about. Always here in the Daily Huddle. But now, what time is it, Jake? Let's get down to business. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this.